Welcome, everybody, to episode 24 of Stupid or Irresponsible. I am, as always, Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing, and I am sitting here with the one, the only, the great, the magnificent. Who? Where? Joe. Oh, me? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mila, CIO. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> smartest people I know, Joe. We are the smartest, the funniest, <laughs> and the best looking people I know. Wow. It's not even our anniversary. <laughs> All right. Listen, so. Um, we are going to talk about this this headline. The subject today is one that kind of got my attention. And I mean, I don't write these things, but we sit here and dissect them, at least the headlines and stuff. So, but before we go there, before we get into that, as we've started doing, we've got to talk about what's going on in our personal lives because, I don't know, I mean, work, it's work. But uh, we've got to be well-rounded, I've been told. So, Joe, what is the most interesting funny, unique thing that's happened to you since our last recording? Uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. I wouldn't call it uh, funny or exciting. I got a, uh, a new lawnmower. A new lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to... Uh, I'm checking oh, out these new fully battery operators. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'm checking it out. So it's, it's actually pretty cool. It's, it's kind of a... I think it's a Cobalt brand, but... Yeah. Um, you know, I'm kind of a DeWalt shop as far as the tools are concerned, but I like the concept of batteries that you can charge and that kind of thing. Where it's, it's basically just a, you know, like a, a pneumatic drill battery that you just plug yeah. in. It takes 15 minutes, but it's got like a, I think it's an hour and a half charge fully. Um, takes an hour and a half to charge. No, and no, then... no. It's about 15 minutes to fully charge from from dead. Oh, but it'll but run. It lasts about an hour and a half. Oh, really? On that charge, yeah, it's pretty neat. Okay. So I got to test it out for the first time. Uh, it cut a lot better than I expected. I have a pretty low expectations for. Yeah. Especially a new stuff, but b electric, electric stuff versus yeah. gasoline. Yeah. I'm surprised you went there. Well, I'm just testing it out, testing the waters. Joe Milo saving the planet. Who yeah, knew? something like that. Who knew? <laughs> No, I mean, I went from an electric uh, weed whacker or whatever yeah. to a gas yeah. a while back, and I don't think I could even try it. So kudos to you for giving that a shot. Well, and I used to have – that was my my reluctance to that was the old electric used to be yeah. plugging in with a 100-foot extension cord. Right, right. Then you're messing with that and cutting it. Oh, that's actually what I had, so yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. So this is battery, so it's, you know, it's mobile. Uh, Showing my age here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like two years ago. So you've you've tested it once. You've cut the grass one yeah, time. Yeah, I mean it did it did well on large uh, wet grass. That's so what I would worry. That about. was my yeah. concern. Yeah. Now you uh, allegedly you put a Tesla next to a whatever race car, and the Tesla's going to outrun it in acceleration. I've heard. I've also heard that it, depending on the the motor, yeah yeah I, I mean that's just cars in general. I haven't tested that there. Baseline the, the actual price MSRP, yeah. and I bet you. Right. Get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> Probably pretty true. But, you know. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's what you've got. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. What do you so, got? Uh, well, at least it was funner than that. I mean, that's interesting. But I went and played at uh, this place called the Truck Yard. The Truck Yard. In over by the Colony. Is that the? Is that the thing owned by the the Mavericks owner by Mark Cuban? Oh, I have no idea. Is that where you? Well, go on. Tell me. So you 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 walk in the entryway just has cars stuck into the ground, you know, but upright. What's yeah. the place out by out past Amarillo? Do you know what I'm talking about? Amarillo. Yeah. If you're uh, heading, heading West, like, Oh, where it's got all the cat, cat yeah. Lacks, yeah. Like, yeah. Up, like so it kind of looks like that. Yeah. They make a walkway of those and then you get inside and it's got kind of a ring of, um, food trucks. Okay. 
And there's, you know, a few different bars. There's live music. So, oh, right on. And just outdoor, you know, sure. outdoor venue. Yeah. Picnic tables, chairs around table. I mean, it's yeah. just a really chill, right. fun place to go. And the weather was fantastic. And the sun was out. And I have a bald head. And I am now shedding like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, go me. That was a good time. Now I'm paying the price for it, but <laughs> I'll go back. That place is pretty cool. So, guys, if you're looking for a fun place to go, don't go there because that's my place and I don't want it getting crowded. <laughs> well, let away. me tell you about this Mark Cuban place. I think okay. we talked about Is this it different? Than, just briefly. So, I don't even know if this still exists or if it's still being built or what, but. Allegedly, there he's he's building or has built a like a a grown up truck yard where you can go play with like big old demolition oh, equipment, yes, big old bulldozer and stuff, or you know they'll I, bring some big old stuff to come break or cars to come crush for you know you just get in the car you get to do play with all the big boy toys. I'm pretty sure that place is in operation. I actually saw that one on Shark Tank. Really? Yeah. I remember I, hearing about it. Like he got all excited. He's like, oh, yeah, I've got property. We can build one here and there. And yeah. got all lit up. And <laughs> yeah, so no, I haven't been there yet, but maybe that needs to be a company Man, outing. No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. You do the homework. All right. All right. I'll put Make the bell. How's Make that it sound? Then we'll have something more interesting the lawnmowers to talk about. <laughs> right, please, dear God. Um, <laughs> so, all right, Joe, let's get down to business here. We usually start off with some updates. What what update do you have from our previous dialogues? Yeah, we're a little late on this, uh, but last week, uh, the U.S. government formally accused Russia uh, for the solar winds and Orion attacks. Oh, wow. Um, so it was kind of like, hey, we think it's these, you know, think it's, uh, yeah, Russia or whatever. That's foreign state actor. Now they're officially accusing Russia. Uh, Biden issued, like, some uh, state emergency for the U.S., uh, and it gave him power to issue an executive order, which he did. Um, emphasizing that 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 the solar wind, the Orion attack, since it was getting into exchange servers, um, it was, you know, exploiting U.S. and Russian elections worldwide, you know, and Chinese elections and stuff. Uh, so they kicked all the Russian diplomats out in D.C. Um, you know, they they prohibit U.S. financial entities from trading with, uh, in rubles. So basically, we can't use their currency. Um, it's kind of a polit. It's all political. It's all uh, politics. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then issued a bunch of sanctions against Russian network infrastructure. Uh, basically, they're just, you know, they're 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 playing. We're better than you. You're better than us. Kind of yep. a lot of crazy stuff on the border too. Uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, but yeah, formally accused Russia for it. It's a standoff, the game of chicken as yeah. we used to play as kids. Yeah. It's not a smart game, guys. Don't go, <laughs> don't go do that. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. Here we are. I, yeah, here we are. <laughs> There's never a dull moment in the world of cybersecurity no. or technology or whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good update. That's solid. And now we are going to talk about this headline that I said kind of got my attention. The uh, strong passwords can work against you. So I'm like, all right, fine. Um, we have been debating passwords since the beginning of time. Yeah. Uh, first, it was... Don't have well. I think first it became this the long passwords, and it was comp, no, complex was first. I think. And well, I don't know. Actually, first but was hey, have a password. Have a already, password, please. sure. <laughs> oh yeah, because everybody would either not have one, exactly. or it would be the same as our username, right. or it would be uh, Q W E R T Y. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a laundry list, and that's that's still an issue. Yeah, big time. Absolutely. But then it was okay. Make sure that it's complex. All right, fine. So we memorize a complex password. And then it is, well, it's got to be complex and really long. Well, how the hell are we remembering that? Right. 
and oh, then and change it really and often. The, and then you got to change it really often and then you've got to have a different one to everything you log into and we just get to the point where humans are no longer capable of doing this yeah so that's interesting and now on top of all of that we're going to talk about how this works against us so uh, take all the best advice we've ever given and it's still bad. That's right. what I read, but I think you're going to break this down a different way. At least I hope so. So well, what do you got here? Yeah. So, you know, just reading off here, there's two big mistakes you see with username and passwords, even if they're good ones, uh, good strong ones. First is using the same password across multiple sites. I think we just kind of touched on that. Uh, and the second is using the same email usernames and prefixes across multiple free email sites. This is something I, is something that I, I used to be, uh, uh, bad about. So, so say that last part again. Using the same what? The, the same prefix or username. So let's say um, I'm Joe Milo at uh, mastercomputing.com. Okay. So then you've also got Joe Milo at Gmail, Joe Milo at Yahoo. Oh, if I've okay. got a username for okay. you know, Starbucks, it's Joe right, Milo at. Right, right. Uh, and to kind of go back into the first one, if You've got a weak password, and they've cracked that one for your Gmail. Well, now they've got your Facebook, because they know it's tied with that. Okay. From that, you know, Jimmy John's, just search. Just try and get into any kind of account. I guarantee you, you're more likely to have that same username for that other account gotcha. or any others. Yeah, because we're creatures of habit. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I have a bot really easily go check all the banks for any of these usernames. Gotcha. And I bet you the password's the same, uh, leading back into that first one. Uh, so when you use the same password, same username across multiple sites, you make it easy for cyber criminal to compromise multiple accounts with yours. Uh, the first part's easy to figure out. They can guess the other online services data and even spoof your email address to others. Uh, this is just basically what we are just talking about. Variety is the spice of life. So make sure you're using unique strong passwords along with us unique usernames. Um, so this headline might be a little misleading then. It's not that strong passwords are bad or that they directly work against you. Yeah, by definition, a strong password is, you know. Yeah. That's a, you know, it's a moving target. Okay, so. But, yeah. Um, well, it's something to think about. Don't use the same username that you use for everything. So is it just then what we're talking about here is maybe a false sense of security. If you get a, well, let's use me, hell, as a good example. I created this complex password eh, 13 years ago. Right. And I felt really good about it. Yeah. And I used it for a long time, and yeah. I used it everywhere. Um. So it's just we we do that we feel good and we kind of let our guard down. Is that is that really? Yeah, the, and something uh, something that's trending. It's no fault of no fault of your own. Let's say it's a really badass password, but then by no fault of your own, Zynga gets breached or yep. LinkedIn gets breached, like they always do. Which or they have, yeah, and they got exactly. my password. Okay, exactly. So by no fault of your own, you've got an awesome password. Now in a database, some criminal cyber criminal takes you, and that now they've got your username and your password, even though it's a really good password. Well, now they're going to go test all the other places that you maybe bank. Uh, maybe you go to you know buy gift cards somewhere. Maybe that's your PayPal email address. Right. Um, that now they've got this super strong password. So you've got this sense of security that <clears throat> you know you follow all the rules. You do everything right. You've got a really strong password. You know, granted you're not changing it as often as you should. Um, but now they've got that password, and now they've got full access to everything. Okay, so we're we're just back. I mean, this really is kind of a repeat of stuff we've said that you've got to have different passwords across different sites. Yeah, and usernames. And uh, user both names. of them kind yeah. of keep it unique. Unique is yeah. the key word here. Well, and then that, so I come back to we've we've gotten to the point where the requirements or the recommendations around security have surpassed the human capacity to keep up with all of yeah. it. 
Absolutely. And so now we're kind of left with, we've got to have a password manager of some sort. Yeah. I mean, that's the mitigation effort. Like, yeah. That's the best way to go about it. Which that isn't was, perfect. No. And this is another one that people kind of get twisted up about. Well, what if your password manager gets cracked? Right. Well, yeah. What if? <laughs> um, Depending on your password manager, a lot of those... See, here's the thing about moving targets of strong passwords, right? So yesteryear, it was just make sure it's seven characters or whatever. Right. You know, and that's changing all the time. Maybe now make it complex. Maybe now do this. You don't have to worry about that because these password managers, they, they got people on, on staff that that's what they're looking for. And so if... And they're also searching dark web, making sure, hey, uh, is your email list in a list? Well, let's alert this guy. Let's make sure... Uh, okay. Depending on your password, you know, yeah. look look at your terms of service. Make sure that they're doing what you what I'm talking about. But, <clears throat> but they they hopefully have your back. Exactly, they're doing a little. Yeah, exactly. Probably not with the free services though. I'm guessing. I would definitely look into it. Yeah, uh, some of the bigger guys they do a lot of this stuff. But yeah. They're not gonna make. They're not gonna actively call you. You're gonna have to make. You know, stay on that kind of stuff. Uh, but if you do pay, and most of these things are super cheap. They're not expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> for what for what they can. Due to mitigate, uh, it's worth the insurance, in yeah. my opinion. Agreed. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, that it's kind of the only answer. Yeah. If we're going to do any of follow any of these recommendations, we now have to have a tool right. to be able to do it because our brains aren't. No. Humans are pretty damn smart, but yeah. our memory sucks. Well, I, did, I guarantee you, crooks are going to try and be smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got a whole And if you've got other game. stuff to worry about, maybe passwords aren't on the top of your list. That's, uh, it's a vulnerability. That really is the answer right there. We are so busy doing so many different things, and yeah, we can try to be safe, but right. we got to get. You can't all, do everything. No, you can't. Do it. You, can't. you no. can't. So okay, all right. Get the password manager. Anything else on that? Uh, that's what I got. That's no. our tip of the week. So if we move towards, well, not quite wrapping up, but at least fast forward to the next section. We've got a headline. What's uh, what's new out there in the world? Uh, we got a couple things going on. Uh, we got two Chrome uh, zero day exploits. We kind of talked about zero days. That means they're actively being exploited in the wild. Um, somebody dropped those on Twitter last week. Uh, they're both remote code executables. So everybody with Chrome, everybody with Edge, basically everybody with a Windows computer, anybody with an Apple computer, iPhone, Android, you name it. If you use Chrome or any Chrome uh, Chromium-based browsers, so basically every browser in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's two zero-day patches, so make sure that uh, your, your browser is up to date. And when you say they dropped them on Twitter, that means if you go to Twitter with a browser, it's getting infected? Forgive me, no. So a user, uh, so zero-day zero exploits are typically, uh, the company itself will say, hey, we patched these updates. Okay. And these are zero days. Now, this is just a security researcher who had contacted Google um, and said, hey, you've got some exploits going on. Typically, that's the pr protocol. This yeah. guy just said, hey, he check this out. Puts it out on Twitter. Exactly. Oh, that's so, nice. Now it's a race between Google and... <laughs> so one of the things, and this is this is kind of an ongoing thing between researchers and uh, the industries, <coughs> excuse me, are you'll let like a, a parent company like Google know, um, yeah. and maybe they don't touch it. For instance, it's uh, the Ryan thing. I don't want to get too far yeah, into this, yeah. but uh, they're saying that there was a security researcher working, uh, I forget who the department was, but in the U.S. government that, that uploaded uh, an Orion backdoor that they're only just now talking about. Really? But they uploaded it back in, like, September last year. Hmm. Um, so that kind of ha things happens all the time. I mean, what, 9-11? They, uh, they're saying, yeah, they got 
I don't, yeah, never mind. I'm not going into that. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> reel it in, Joe. Bring it back. With all this information, hey, yeah. you got to breach, you got to breach, you got to breach. There's so many false flags. It's hard for them to, you know, and I'm not defending them, but to, to cover all the bases and make sure everything's legitimate or not. Yes. Uh, but, you know, definitely I would argue it's probably not the best way to do just to drop it on Twitter. Um, let the public know, let the bad guys know that this is an active exploit because typically what hackers do is they find an exploit and then they exploit it. Then the company will have a patch for it, and then most users don't patch it. Yeah, uh, there's still 25 percent of. Or even uh, if they do, there's servers still active right now. But there's always a window of time between when it's announced and when the patch comes. Precisely, out. and that does take time. To yeah, that. so that's why they typically keep it under wraps before they let everybody know. Hey, right, here's what we fixed. Um, that doesn't always, you know. And again, they have the patch. Yeah, that's fine, but you got to install it for it to work. Um, so that you know, it's an active exploit. So speaking to that. Go update your browsers. Uh, just go, generally speaking, you just go to help, about, and that'll be Chrome or Edge or any of those, Firefox. Um, that'll be an update now. And they're getting better. Honestly, you can, let's see. So I use Edge and Chrome, mostly Edge, but it'll pop up a little alert right in the upper right-hand corner that says, hey, you need to update. Not always. Not always. Yeah. But but frequently you'll see that. So, so specifically for this with a zero day, go there, check it. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise you're vulnerable. So that's All right. it. All right. Sounds like a doozy. Yeah. Uh, so to move it? on from that, another couple little headline here. Uh, not to like pound on Google here, but uh, <laughs> they've announced plans to roll out a new privacy focused feature. Uh, I put that in air quotes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Called the Federal Federal uh, Federated Learning of Cohorts or Flock uh, for Vivalde, Brave, DuckDuckGo, now WordPress. I'm sorry. So. They introduced Flock, which is, and I'll explain later, but all these companies I just named, Vivaldi, Brave, DuckDuckGo, and now WordPress, they're all rejecting it. Um, so Google's calling it, you know, privacy-focused feature. Um, and this kind of gets in the weeds a little bit, but it has to do with tracking and how they sell your data. And this might not be interesting to a lot of people, but data is, if not the number one, one of the highest money gaining oh that's the product biggest industry in the world right now that is why you get free services like google and google maps and yeah they're they're selling you yeah exactly everything about you where you go yeah. what you do everything yeah. they put it all together right um so because all of these browsers like DuckDuckGo, everything like, you know wordpress everything everybody all these programs they they want to keep tracking out of it i don't want you to know who i am what i'm doing i want to have privacy right right uh, and so what Google's you know, answer to this was with their trillions of dollars they're making off of hmm. selling your data. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we won't track you individually. We're going to create uh, you know, cohorts, right? So now you're going to be in a group. They're going to put you in buckets. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got these little buckets, and they're saying, okay, y'all all generally go to these websites. We're just going to mass advertise to a group of you instead of keeping local information, your, you know, your cookies, you know, you see those alerts for cookies. That's what we're talking about here. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so so speaking to that, uh, Vivaldi's answer here, you know, at Vivaldi, we stand up for the privacy rights of users. We don't approve tracking and profiling in any disguise. Uh, we certainly would not allow our products to build up local tracking profiles. Uh, so that's from John Tetchner. 
uh, Vivaldi CEO uh, and co-founder. And that's uh, pretty much across the board. That's that's how their feelings are. That's how my feelings are, especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because you call it by a different name, just because you do it differently, doesn't mean that you're, I don't want you to track me. I don't want you to track me. I don't want you to get my... So, and I know you're a huge privacy advocate, and I'm not saying I'm not, but I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute. If we do not allow Google, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, to track us, to sell our data, those services either no longer exist or they are no longer free. And that's the battle. I believe that's the real battle going on. Yeah. Because people have to, if if they're going to provide the service, they've got to be able to make money. Sure. So it's interesting. It's just kind of interesting watching this dance. And, and I relate it to, maybe it's not the same thing, but if you look back to cable TV or satellite TV, which is now largely gone, yeah. although it does still exist, have you had the opportunity maybe at a hotel room to have cable TV that you get to watch? You no longer have to or can select your show, when you're going to watch it. Right. And not only that, but whatever happens to be on, you get interrupted with commercials the whole time. You know, do you find yourself when you go on vacation or go to a hotel, do you bring a Chromecast or um, do you do you typically stream to the TV or do you just take whatever's there and use that? I won't watch what's on TV. Really? Because it's so annoying. Yeah. Because of the ads and stuff like that, <laughs> right? That's, yeah, ads drive me insane. Yeah. It's so funny watching like or thinking, you know, back when I was a kid, I was watching – you know, normal television, I guess. So many ads, you yeah. know, you're getting like 15 minutes of content in a 30 minute show and 15 minutes. Ads. It's, it's outrageous. How, right. and now it's like, if there's a five second ad on YouTube, I'm can't like, I, I'm not logged in a YouTube red. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You can't handle you're, it. I can't. It's, it's, yeah. it's so funny. So, so back to this idea of collecting data right now, those services are uninterrupted for the most part. Like you're not getting ads popping up on Google maps when you're driving. Not directly. I uh, just hear me out on that. I know that there are there's kind of uh, small print to everything I'm saying here, but if we take away their their ability to sell our data, how are they going to pay for that service? I don't care. But then the service is gone. What are you talking about? The Google Go Maps. Google Maps, right? If they don't sell my data, telling collectively, if they could no longer sell anybody's data, they no longer have any way to make money, and they're not going to keep Google developing. makes money. They're fine. Um, they they make money by selling data. Okay. So what if they can't sell data anymore? Tough shit. But then they go away. Bye. <laughs> Don't sell my data, especially without my, you know letting us know. Yeah, no, I mean, and and I'm not I'm not saying I've even got the answer to this, right. but I am saying there's a business model in play here. Yeah. And when we took the ability for TV to they, we won't tolerate ads. Well, yeah. TV just basically went away right? because we all moved to streaming services. Right. There, Yeah, there's kind of cable TV, but nobody watches it really. Well, so let, it's gone. Let me advocate on the other side here. I don't. Ads aren't going to go away. Targeted ads and building profiles of what you do and how you do it and who you talk to and what you're into and – Basically, that you know, with they can have a map of your life. They they they've got you down into a oh, program. They do. So taking that feature away, and I, again, all this maybe with a thousand page terms of service back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, none of this is like transparent to you. They're not telling you exactly what they've got. No, of who course they not. Sell it to. Of course not. You know those. If you go look at these contracts, they're hey at any given time we're going to sell all your information. Have you seen the South Park episode about this? I, I haven't. No. <laughs> I highly highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go there, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm, again, I'm not saying that I like that they sell our data. 
Yeah. I'm saying it is the current financial model for them. And so, that's why they're fighting. Like, that's why they're trying to find a way to do it that appeases people. Right. Definitely. And, and I don't know where it'll end. And so maybe they make $10 trillion instead of $100 trillion off of me. Uh, they're still going to sell ads. They're still going to have a model. They'll find another way. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. and my point is, that's what they're trying to do right now. Yeah, it's absolutely. a different way. They're trying yeah. to appease, mitigate right. the, right. the outrage. Right. Um, well, clearly, by looking at your face, they've yeah. not done a great job. <laughs> well, and, talk and to I them. knew that I could poke at you a little yeah, bit with this sure. one. Yeah. And talk to all these other guys. I mean, like I said, like with yeah. all the guy. Yeah. Teshner. It's a complicated problem. Yeah. Um, that's that's really my only point. Yeah. I'm not taking sides on it, really. I sure. do understand the business model. I also understand that it's horseshit. Yeah. You know, the way they take data and and sell it. And not only that, but, you know, I've this stuff gets used in, like, divorce here yeah. is and you know so it, it's it's dirty it's dirty we need something better than what we have yep. and it will be fun watching it for the next i don't know five to ten years <laughs> as the legal system catches up with technology because that's what happened is technology outpaced society yeah so it's interesting fun times Fun yeah. times. Yeah. I can tell how much fun you're having over there as your face gets red. You're like pounding the table. Shut up, Justin. I'll fucking kick your ass right now. <laughs> Sorry for the colorful language, folks. Uh, all right. Um, what else we got? Are, are you ready? So I just up got here? one quick one. Okay. This one just tickled me like so much. So speaking of privacy advocacy, uh, Signal. We talked about Signal a while back. Um, so they're encrypted messaging, mm-hmm. right? Um, so Signal CEO and founder, Moxie, uh, he slammed this uh, the company Celebrite. I don't know if we've talked about Celebrite. I don't think so. So I'll kind of give a, a background history here. So Celebrite is the it's, – it's a service that police and government officials use to backdoor into Android and iOS phones. Okay. Right? Or iOS phones. Yeah. Um, so they they're basically tout that they can, you know, uncrack a phone specifically for like uh, if if you as a as a U.S. citizen get arrested, and they want data off your phone, it's illegal uh, to steal your your actual password. They can use your biometrics. So if you have a thumb lock on your phone, they can use your thumb to unlock your phone. But if it's just a, a passcode, they can't grab that from you because it's something you have versus something you know. It's a long mm-hmm. litigation story. Anyway. <laughs> well, Celebrite is a service they use to access files off of phones and use them for court, uh, you know, okay. slam or whatever, right? Um, so, you know, a couple weeks ago, or maybe in last week, um, Celebrite uh, announced they have now have access to Signal. They can they they now work with Signal. Interesting, right? So, founder and CEO Moxie, uh, Moxie Marlin Spike, uh, best known, like he's just Hacksaw Moxie Zero, right? He comes back and says, no, 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 no. Let me explain how this goes down. The, the announcement that you work with, uh, with Signal, let me clear this up, is if you have an unlocked phone, you can now read you know, uh, a Signal data file. If, you, if it's unlocked, okay. somebody, you have it physically in your possession, you can now... Move this file in over here and convert it to some, what you know, like whatever. Right. So that's horseshit. But by the way, <laughs> <laughs> while we're going there, I found this uh, dev kit on the side of the road. And, you know, obviously not, but yeah, 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 yeah. So it's got all the stuff. He's like, and I was going through their stuff, and look how vulnerable this is. 
And he just, I mean, page by page shows how just totally, totally crap it is security-wise. Really? And just lays into it. It is so funny. In fact, you need to Google this. Oh, yeah. If you're into nerdy stuff, like, look into this because, I mean, it shows you all the different back doors. You know, he, he cracks it. He does, you know, the basic, the the classic, uh, you know, hack the world. Right. Hack where you click here, he does it. Like, it, it is so, so funny. All right. What does somebody Google stuff? to find this? Because that... Uh, it just goes signal Moxie, um, Moxie zero Celebrite. I imagine we'll get you there. All right, I'm uh, writing it down because I'm gonna do this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. All right, uh, that that sounds pretty good. I love those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> no, no, no. We're secure. You can't crack Watch us. By this. the way, yeah. and by the way, your stuff is awful. And let me show you why now. <laughs> so good, so good. Such a great answer. Uh, good times. Well, Joe, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you got to wrap up on a happier note than uh, <laughs> sure. data security or privacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, I think it's time that we're going to shut this down for today. Uh, did you have a teaser for next week? Yeah. Uh, so next week we're going to talk about here is what you should do with your data on your laptop. Oh. Okay. You got to come up with some better headlines. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. These know are ripped from. Yeah, these are ripped from the today's news presses. I believe. Oh no. Yeah, I know. I know. I just think we could probably make it more entertaining. <laughs> Like, that's not making me want to tune in, and I can't imagine the audience does. But, hey, guys, please come back because more fun's coming at you. Hey, yeah. Uh... Uh, all right. Uh, so there you have it. The breakdown, the brilliant message about password, just, you know, complex and frequently changed. And unique. Unique. And uh, get a password manager. Yeah. Save yourself the hassle. Yeah. Any questions with that, if you have any questions with technology in general, if you want your company to be more productive, more reliable, make more money give us a holler go to mastercomputing.com slash discovery book a call with me and i'll spend at least 10 minutes on the phone with you more if you'd like but i won't uh, i won't keep you against your will i will not hold you hostage and and we'll break it down and we'll see if we can help you out that's all i got joe final thoughts just say goodbye goodbye take care guys see you next time